Hello, and on today's podcast, I'm joined by Vicky Galbraith. Vicky, how are you today? I'm good, Simon. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. Where, where are you in the UK? Let's find out where you are first. Uh, so I'm based in Lincoln, a uh, little old Lincoln that not many people have heard of. No, we've heard of it. I've been there a couple of times. We've got a lovely, um, lovely cathedral in the, in the city, haven't you? We have. Yeah, I've driven through it on the way. Um, if I've been up to Boston or somewhere like that, we've always taken a detour around the area. And um, you've got a big showground up there as well, haven't you? Yeah, we have. Um, there's usually an agricultural show each year. Uh, sadly, not happening this year, but hopefully uh, we'll see that again uh, in 2021. Any music festivals going on up that, up that way? Um, we've got the engine shed in at the university. Um, there's a few things going there. There's a few things going at the Lincolnshire Showground. Um, we don't tend to get the big artists, but maybe maybe one day. Yeah, that was what I was thinking of the showground. Actually, that's the one I've been to. Yeah. yeah, they have sort of um, like driving events or you can take your own chair, sort of outdoor pop-up events. Nice, nice. Well, thanks for joining on the podcast and um, getting involved. No, you're very welcome. Um, tell us, what, what is it you do? Okay, so I am the founder and lead VA at Identify Virtual Assistant. So I am a virtual assistant, um, which is quite a broad term. It means quite a lot to different people. Um, even from one VA to another, um, it can be very different. Um, so if you think of it as an industry rather than just a job role, um, then it's a bit more accurate because we're all very different. Um, so for me, I'm what I would class as a more general or customer service based VA. So I support small businesses or small business owners um, with their general administration or their remote customer service or um, tasks that they do on a regular basis that prevent them from actually doing other things within their business. Brilliant. And how long have you been doing what you've been doing? Um, I've been officially a VA for two years. Um, I kind of had the role um, through volunteering work um, away from that for 10 years before that um, and it took me a light bulb moment to realize that actually people pay you to do this kind of thing um, and you can actually make a business from it and how's it been going since you've been in business you've been enjoyable um, yeah I love what I do um, I've had some great clients that I obviously work very closely with so it's it's always a bonus if you have that connection um, so part of being a VA is is actually the compatibility with the people you're working with so that's that's always very important that I like to establish from the start that I'm going to have that that good relationship with somebody I'm working so closely with um, so yeah I've had some amazing clients through the last couple of years um, sadly some are struggling at the moment so they they are on hold um, but because of that connection I'm quite confident they'll be back when they're able to be yeah, I mean, what we've been experiencing, and it's impacted people in many ways, isn't it? It's either been, you know, a massive um, challenge for people, or some people have actually yeah. thrived in it and obviously grown in it. And uh... Yeah, I mean, we, we noticed that within the sort of virtual assistant industry, you, um, dependent on the people you work with and the types of clients you have, um, some are extremely busy um, because they're suddenly taking everything online. They need help to do that. Um, other businesses aren't actually operating so they don't have the need for the support that they previously had um so that then impacts on the va because they they don't need them anymore and what sort of um what sort of tasks do you get asked for for um with clients um a lot is um sort of 
uh, email management, uh, social media management, uh, travel management normally. Um, um, it can be research, updates on the website, newsletters, um, or just simply sending a letter out to somebody that, that they want to communicate with. Maybe a little bit of database cleansing as well. Yeah, database cleansing. Um, this is such a vast thing. For some people, it's um, like this, uploading their podcast, writing the bit to go with it, sharing it on social media. Um, sort of tasks that either they, they don't have time to do because they need doing regularly. Um, they, they don't want to do because it's a regular task. Yeah. It seems mundane to them. Yeah. Um, they'd rather be doing something else. Or for some, it's that they, they actually don't have the knowledge um, and they don't they don't want to or they haven't got the time to learn it. So rather than bog themselves down and worry about it, they they outsource it to somebody else who knows what they're doing or is prepared to take the time um, to do it for them. I must admit, um, you know, I've run businesses in the past. I've, I've used VA services before. And, and you know what? Yeah. The, the value to it is, is better than people actually think because for me, when I was running my business, it was – uh, a, I had an extra pair of hands. B, I could uh -huh. sort of not take on a fixed overhead, which would obviously cost me money. Yeah, uh, I'm not saying VAs don't cost you money, but it was going to cost me <laughs> you know, a lot more money. Um, but the other, the other advantage I had was I actually had someone um, from the outside looking in on my business saying, yeah. I hope you don't mind, but is this okay? Um, so the value to, to what I had was, was quite valuable at the time. Yeah, I mean, we, we don't, I, I like to say we, we don't really have a fixed, job description in some sense as in um for some of us we we get so involved and so invested within the businesses and the people we support that um we kind of just muck in you know we see gaps of things that need doing um and we're there to help with that and sometimes that is just a phone call to say <coughs> how do i do this you know or can you think of anything that could help me do this better um sometimes we've experienced it before and we do know the answer straight away sometimes um, it's worth them putting a bit of time into us researching it for them um, to check out different options because then when that's implemented um, the problem's streamlined and it's it's much easier going forward because there's, there's a process in place. And I'm assuming you can work with pretty much any business in any industry? Um, yeah pretty much I mean it depends what they need um, I, I, don't, I don't know everything um, I don't always need to um, there, there are tasks that are unique to certain businesses but there's a lot of similarities um through through the tasks you know email management you get the brief of what what they need you to do with their emails and um away you go um for other things um i, I don't know everything <laughs> a business will need yeah um but i do have um a connection of um vas that i could associate that to so if if need be um i i do have people who's skills may be better than mine and i can uh, call upon them to assist where needed but also that's part of what you said earlier about getting to know your client isn't it before you actually sort of make sure you take on the client it's, it's all about getting to yeah. know them and giving value isn't it and, and making sure you've got the the right alignment with your skills with what their requirements are yeah i mean that that's it it's, it's managing those expectations and you that there are some clients that you just just won't match with um it it's not nice to admit that but you know we, we don't get on with everybody in the world no um and i'd rather be quite honest and i i always have a trial with my clients um i always have an email exchange i always have a telephone call um and quite a lengthy call as well before we'll even talk about having a trial um because if either one of us don't feel that we're going to be able to work together um 
there's no point going ahead because we're, we're just not compatible. Mm. We're, we're not going to achieve the best results um, for, for the, best, the person or the business. And that's a great ethos to have. It's one that we've actually got our end as well, because if we, with the business we run, if we feel that we can't fit with the client, then can we yeah. actually meet their expectation? But also, you know, is it going to work for us long term? And we don't like to keep changing clients every so often. We want to keep clients for the long term and have a long term relationship with them. And, you know, we, we always go through a bit of a, not an interview process, but just a, you know, formal conversation to make sure we know where we're at and, where they're at and with similar similar alignment yeah so i think as long as you've got that mutual respect you know we we are both business owners and it's got to work both ways um as long as that's understood from the start it, it usually goes pretty well um and and it's always better to know that um that your business is in safe hands you've got to trust the person you're allowing into your business yes. um and if that isn't working from the start you know obviously you can build and gain their trust by proving yourself um, and proving that you're capable of doing the tasks within their business but if they can't let go a little bit um, to let you in it, it's not going to work mm. and I'm, I'm assuming at the moment you can work with anyone anywhere in the world um, I can I choose to work with people in the UK good um, keep it here <laughs> <laughs> I mean we can work with people internationally um, I choose not to and that is purely um, from a legal side of things businesses operate differently around the world um, and to be honest I don't know about legal things in different countries um, so I, I stick with just UK businesses so that's good so uh, you're pretty much open to talking to people over the UK at the moment and uh... yeah yeah happy to talk to people throughout the uk um particularly those who are struggling i mean as vas we work from home all the time uh we work in this virtual world we we kind of know what we're doing we, we're kind of um always operated that way but for some people it's totally new it's totally uh daunting and quite a scary prospect to work in this way indefinitely um so yeah if anybody's got their head in the sand that that is the person I want to talk to really to to prove to them it's not quite as scary as it might seem um, and sometimes being a VA is a bit about hand-holding um, some business owners um, are quite lonely um, mm -hmm. they, they just need somebody to have a sounding board um, to share some ideas with um, and just prove that they're thinking okay <laughs> Absolutely. And with regards to uh, the clients that you're working with at the moment, is there any sort of specific field that you really like to work with? You know, is there an industry that you think that really excites me? Like, I, I mean, the events industry, I love the events industry and, and love events, but obviously they're, they're not happening at the moment. But yeah, I mean, uh, I love the work that, you know, the, the sort of musical events, things like that. I love all of the planning and the preparation and all of the, the processes um, in place um, obviously they're not happening at the moment mm. um, I've worked with quite a lot of coaches um, and speakers and I, I love working with them because most of the time you can guarantee you're going to pick up the phone and they've got an amazing idea yep. or they've got um, an amazing project that's coming together and it's usually um, something I have interest in as well so um, they could be talking about I don't know some um, at some eco event or some new way of um working and sharing that positive attitude so it it's infectious so i, I like to work with people who share that that attitude to work 
Brilliant. And how's the lockdown and coronavirus been for you as a business? Have you, you're obviously working virtually, so some of this is... Yeah, in some sense it's um, had no impact because we always worked uh, virtually anyway and we always worked from home. Um, but it has impacted on clients that I work with, um, which then has a knock-on effect to impact on me. Um, a lot of work went on hold for me. Um, and a lot of work that was due to come in has also gone on hold indefinitely. Um, but that's because of the uncertain times. That's um, just how it is for most businesses. And unfortunately, there's not a lot we can do about it at the moment. Um, but like I said earlier, those those relationships and those connections are there. I'm confident that these business owners um, know I'm still there to support them when they're able to to need the support again mm-hmm. um, I'm pretty confident that things are going to bounce back um, over the next few months and I think as an industry I think VAs will be um, called upon even more than ever before mm-hmm. because um, businesses are going to have to operate in a different way for quite a long time um, and for some it's probably a total eye-opener to realize that you can actually work this way <laughs> um, so they, they may not go back to the ways they used to work um, they may find this more suitable yeah I think this time has given a lot of business owners a chance to reevaluate, reflect you know look at the you know the changes they may have to make and uh, yeah. I think you're right I think you know, it could be a really exciting time for, uh, for, for, the, for the industry you're in and um, you know I hope it goes well for you Thank you. I mean, uh, I wouldn't like to say that people will never go back to offices, but it might make some business owners wonder if they really need that office. Yeah. So, Vicky, what would you say to anybody that's not used a VA before that may be inquisitive or thinking about using your services or something like that? Um, Do your own research. Um, There are a lot of different VAs. They offer a a lot of different services. Um, I might not be suitable for you, um, but you're welcome to have a chat with me. If I'm if I'm not suitable, um, I can probably recommend somebody that is. Um, But as a first point of call, um, I always point people in the direction of the Society of Virtual Assistants. Um, It's an independent sort of place. Um, You can check out all their information. They've got some guidelines. Um, They've even got a brilliant article on what you need to know if you're looking to hire a VA Um, and they have a directory of approved VAs which all meet a certain criteria to match their standards. Um, It gives you an insight um, that you're in safe hands you know they've got the relevant insurances their ICO registered Uh um, different things like that because unfortunately some people only look at the price tag yes um, and um that's not always going to get you the best person for your business mm-hmm. and in some cases um i've spoken to clients who have had vas before and they've um shall we say they've not paid <laughs> um a suitable price and they've got what they've paid for right. and um i can think of at least one person that's had a negative impact on their business um that va was trusted to ring their clients and represent their business um, and it didn't leave the last an impression that they would have hoped for. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's always worth doing your research first. Talk to a few as well. Um, don't just talk to one because um, you, you need to compare. You need to make sure you're you're meeting the right person that's going to match your needs and what your business needs and that they're going to um, represent you how you want your business to be seen. Because if you've got somebody who shares different ideas 
um, and they're not what your business, the direction your business should be going in, um, they're not the right person for your business. Absolutely. Well, thank you for joining me on the podcast. Um, have you got yeah, your very welcome. contact details in case anybody's listening and they want to get in contact? Have you got a website or something you can give out? Yeah, so the website is identifyvirtualassistant.co.uk. Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn, Victoria Galbraith. Um, all my contact details are on both of those. Uh, you're welcome to schedule a call with me. Just have a chat, see if uh, a virtual assistant is right for your business. Um, and I'm happy to talk through any options with people, even if they're just a little bit scared of these virtual times. Um, it's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, brilliant. Thank you for joining us and um, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thank you. Take care.